Vance, you have stumbled through the forest, the jungles north of Vent Haven, thinking that you might starve to death, you might die of dehydration, trying to make your way to Vent Haven, trying to find someone who can give you some information on resurrection spell. And you stumbled up on this ziggurat, this flat-topped pyramid, black as coal, walking up the steps. And it's in the center of this uh, this pond, like a lake, uh, very still that you were actually drinking from. And you found this pyramid thing there, and you go up the steps, you climb it. Stepping in, you saw this figure, a, a strange, exotic-looking elven figure, right? Skin as black as night, his eyes glowed with like a purple hue, dressed in very nice robes, pointy, pointy ears. Stepping into the room, bedraggled, you know, you have denounced your god. You saw this figure, this dark elf standing there. And he says to you, Ah, I believe we have a visitor. I'm sorry, are you lost, friend? Yes, I have no idea where I am. Who are you? You uh, have stumbled upon my place of living. What are you doing just chilling in the dark here? Is it dark? I hadn't noticed. Can I help you, human? Yeah, I just came to check out these ruins. (laughs) Well, as you can see, they are being... Well taken care of, so if you don't mind, he like takes a couple steps towards you, not menacingly necessarily, but, you know, sort of like, maybe a little intimidatingly. You trying to make me leave? Were you hoping to stay here tonight? What if I do? You've yet to tell me your name. You've yet to tell me your name? That's not how this works. You are in my home. This doesn't look like a home. If this is going to be difficult, I'm I am a little busy, so Looks to me like you're just standing around in the dark. I needn't light to see. I, I, I can see just perfectly fine in the dark. Even better, perhaps. Why does it interest you so much? What does what interest me? Me standing in the dark. What is this? What is this conversation? Only evil lurks in the dark. (laughs) That's a bit of a closed-minded viewpoint. Well, I'm beginning to be a little bit more open-minded, so... Tell me, what what is your name? My name is Sir Vance Oftewall. Sir Vance Oftewall. Sir, are you a... are you a knight? I am a knight. I see. Uh, and Sir Knight, what exactly is it that has brought you to such a place? Well, I was actually dropped in the middle of this jungle by Atonia. You say that? His uh, bright purple eyes kind of go wide? Really? Yeah, and I have no idea where I'm at right now. When you say Atonia? You know, like the Atonia. The goddess. Yeah, that one. You... <laughs> he, he laughs. He kind of takes a hand up to his face. 
there is a dim light glowing. You notice it that there are these like braziers hung on these black stone walls around you, and they've started to glow now with a low, like reddish purple light, so that you can see him even a little better. Let me let me get this straight. You're trying to tell me that the goddess Atonia, the uh, creator of nature, if you will, dropped you off. <laughs> I didn't realize she was running a taxi service. She's at least somewhat useful compared to the other, at least one of them. Halor seems to be of no use. Okay, all right. Uh, please, uh, allow me to introduce myself. You can call me the Shade. You do seem a little bit shady. <laughs> Yes, I've heard that one before. It is a, it's a name that I've acquired. Not my only name, but one that I like to use from time to time. So tell me, Vance. And he uh, gestures with his right hand. And you see now that there's like a, a comfy armchair right beside you. You do not think it was there moments ago, but now it is. Kind of weird. Have a seat. Make yourself comfortable. Please, please, have a seat. Let's, let's, let's talk. It's been a while since I had a conversation with uh, someone new. You, you say that Antonia dropped you off. Did she drop you off here where you could see this? He says, motioning to the pyramid. No, I kind of just stumbled across it. Really? Yeah. I was wandering around aimlessly dying, and so I needed some water. Then I've happened across this place. That is bizarre. You should not have been able to find this place without knowing exactly where it was. Well, maybe that's why I came across it, because I didn't find it. No, that makes no sense. Oh well, we'll save that mystery for another day. It seems that for whatever reason, you are here. So the, uh, the reasoning behind it isn't quite as important, is it, as... What is it that I can do for you? I don't know what you can do. Well, let's say for the sake of conversation that I happen to be an individual who possesses a certain amount of power. Is that something that you would be interested in? From the look of you, and he kind of motions to your clothes and there's the ripped part of your shirt where you've removed the son of Palor. You probably still got dried blood and stuff on you. You may or may not recall. You were, like, dead <laughs> not long ago. Yeah. You seem to have been through some great ordeal quite recently. And in my experience, when people are wandering aimlessly through the jungle alone, it is either because they have a death wish or perhaps they are just lost. It's kind of a long story. Well, as you said, I'm just standing around in the dark, so I have time. When he says that, Vance, uh, roll me a charisma safe. That's probably like a eight. Yeah, that's not good enough. You feel like you can trust this guy. You know? Like he's your friend. Like you, you feel a connection with him. Like, you know, you know what it's like sometimes you, you meet someone new... And after just not long at all of speaking with them, you immediately feel comfortable, you know, like you've known them your whole life. That's the way you feel about this character. 
you feel like you've known him your whole life. And so do you spill your guts about everything that just went down in the grove? Yeah. So you just tell him everything? Yeah, Servants kind of doesn't really care about any of that anymore anyway. Not like, you know... Yeah, not like protecting it. Yeah, like he, he, he about cares that. about, you know, Kelly Obviously. and yeah. Jim. Just like all the... All the uh, the minutia, he just doesn't he doesn't care anymore about the mission and the secrecy of it, and yeah, he kind of hates all of that now. Well, you <laughs> you weren't lying, Vance, when you said that it was a long story. A man walks into ruins that he should not be able to see, much less enter, and you tell me that in so many weeks you have spoken with one god been abandoned by another god been almost murdered by one of the dracon Kelly. you have visited Atonia's grove <laughs> my goodness what an adventure what stories you have uh, of course you know the loss of your friend and well, that unfortunate business with this Lorik fellow. It seems that you have endured a great tragedy, but at the same time, not many mortals can say that they have met the gods themselves. Only one. <laughs> you say that like it's a small thing, Matt. It has been centuries. No, it has been millennia since I last sat and spoke with any of the gods. You've spoken with the gods? Oh, yes. Wait. I've, I've spoken with you, all of the Millennia gods. ago? Oh, don't, don't How worry. How old are you? I stopped keeping track of that long ago, Vance. Such things... What are you? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, what are you? People don't just live for millennia, and you don't look like anything I've ever seen before. He gives you a toothy grin, and you can see he's kind of got slightly pointed canines. Not like vampiric, necessarily, just a little pointed. Well, Vance, that's a story that would take much more than a couple of hours to tell. Suffice it to say that I have been given certain gifts by the gods long, long ago. Ones that I'm certain some of them regret giving me. There was a time when I was, uh, well, I was just like, well, not just like you, but just like my elven kindred. Young at heart, and full of wonder for the world, but that, like I said, that's another, that's a story for another day. Let's suffice it to say that I am, uh, I am, I am immortal. I cannot be killed. My elven brethren, they can be by the sword or the plague. Even old age for many of them now, now that the ancient arts have been all but lost in Venthaven, a shell of what it once was. But for me, none of those things can bring death. My gift, my curse, is that I walk the nights eternal but one good thing for you he says and he stands up 
and he uh, walks over to the other side of this open area at the top of this ziggurat. There's somewhat of a roof above you, you know, it's like a roofed off portion at the top of this uh, pyramid. He walks over, there's a large like case, he opens it up and he starts like digging through some scrolls he has lined out in there and he uh, straightens up, he pulls one out and he says, I happen to have right here the exact formula, runes and necessary components for a resurrection spell. Seriously? Yes. I told you I've been I have been around for quite some time. How foolish would it be for someone of my caliber to not have something like this on hand? You never know. You know, when a pet might accidentally get killed or a friend, I guess, if you have those. I've never actually had to perform a resurrection myself, but I believe I could manage it. So you're just gonna give it to me. <laughs> oh, goodness, no. Certainly not. Why not? It's not like you need it. It's, it's not a one-time thing. I, it's just a spell. But what you're asking is for me to perform it. I don't believe that you could... Don't get me wrong. You seem perfectly capable. Certainly very strong. But a spell of this caliber... Yes, I, I believe you're going to need some help performing it. And I'm willing to do so for the right price. Why would you need payment? Well, you've been alive for this long. I'm sure you've got plenty of everything. Yes, yes, you're right. I have plenty of everything. I have all the gold I would ever need, you know, magic items. All of, none of that interests me anymore. It's simple. What I want is I want you to be in my debt. <laughs> for what? What do you mean? I'm sure you have plenty of other people in your debt as well. Absolutely. There's nothing more valuable than a favor when needed. Well, I guess it can't hurt. He grins. Well, maybe a little. From this point, Vance, you and uh, this dark elf, self-proclaimed the Shade. You spend some time together. You stick around there. He shows you his home. He actually takes you down into this pyramid. He shows you the runes. He shows you his collection of items, weapons, wands. He's got phylacteries from liches that he has killed. He's got, you know, it, it's basically a museum of his life. All the things that he has done, all the uh, the villains that he has slain, some stuff that you don't really understand what it is, and he doesn't uh, explain, and he won't explain. He just kind of passes over, um, and you stay there for a while. He's got a room for you, very nice, comfortable room, as he prepares what he needs for the spell. And some, t it, it takes some time, just a few weeks, uh, but in not not a few weeks, just a, a week or two. But in that time. The Shade likes to just sit and talk with you. He just spends a lot of time talking to you. And the sort of questions that he asks, you sort of piece together that they are, they're very deep questions. It's, it's never uh, superficial. He's always asking questions that are difficult to answer. Things that really make you think, that make you consider not only your choices in life, but just, just everything, you know. It almost seems like he's trying to pry something loose. But after some time, he does gather all that he needs, and uh, it's nighttime, as it usually is whenever he's active. 
he brings you out back into that open air uh, area at the top of the ziggurat, and he has prepared a circle, an arcane circle. He has the spell ready to go, all the all the components, and he says, "So you say that Atonia has taken Guy's body to keep it safe." Let's say to preserve it, right, for this ritual. How are you supposed to call her exactly? Can't you get old over? Oh no, 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 no! I, like I said, I, I have a tenuous relationship with the gods these days, and Atonia, we're just too much alike. Oh, so you're both mischievous, Vance? You've known me now for a little over a week. Would you describe me as mischievous? Maybe a little. Yes, maybe a little. So, uh, should you just? pray then she's not much for prayers but if she is keeping him for you then she probably has her ear tuned Atonia bring me Guy's body the shade just kind of stands there looking around looking up looking back and forth he does a little twirl spin his black and purple cape kind of fans out Maybe I was wrong. Maybe she's not listening. And before he gets the whole word listen out, there's like a... And standing next to you is the goddess Atonia. She's got coffee-colored skin, brown hair is kind of all tossed up. She says, Hello, Vance. Uh, That was honestly a lot quicker than I expected. Yeah, I kind of just happened to cross what I needed. Oh, really? Where where did you find it? And she turns and she sees the shade standing there. Ah. <laughs> the shade gives a little, like, curtsy-type bow. You know, he crosses one leg behind the other and does a little bow curtsy. Atonia, my goddess, you are absolutely astonishingly beautiful. Thank you for gracing me with your presence. That will be enough, Zerluin. That will be enough. Vance, what have you done? I didn't do anything. You're the one who stuck me in the middle of nowhere. I said I would get you near Venhaven, and I did. I wandered around forever. How did you wind up on the doorstep of this charlatan? My goodness, I resent that remark. Not a charlatan. No. Well, maybe a bit of one, but just when I feel like it. Please, don't let my presence hinder this. He is simply looking for some help, and we hit it off, as you might imagine. And, uh, goodness, what stories he had to tell. She sort of cuts her eyes at you a little bit. Yeah, what sort of uh, stories did you tell, Vance? All the stories. Yes, yes, very, very illuminating, very enlightening, interesting things about a stone and a grove. Yes, very interesting indeed. One would almost think that... Is that chains I hear rattling in the distance? <laughs> oh, no. Atonia gives him a very hard look. That'll be enough of that. Vance, you look over and you see her, and honestly, she looks a little bit freaked out, which is odd for you, the idea of a goddess being freaked out. Mm-hmm. So, you said that you wanted me to bring God's body. What exactly is going on? Are you going to do this ritual or not? I suppose that the shade. You still going by the shade? Is that is that still the name you're throwing around to make yourself look cool? He kind of gives her a wink. Ugh, 
Fine. Look, if we're going to do this, let's 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 get this over with. I thought maybe you would learn a lesson here, Vance. Maybe you'd spend some time, do a walkabout, you know, find yourself a little bit, figure things out, and instead you're you're you've hooked yourself up with this. Okay, let's just get this over with. Let's do it. Okay, she uh, walks over toward the circle. She snaps her fingers, and there appears your friend, or at least his his body. Uh, he's draped in a white cloth from his neck down, hovering over the circle, and she just kind of lowers her hands, and he is slowly lowered to the floor. I've kept my end of the bargain, Vance. Now let's, let's see this done. Uh, the shade steps up. He draws from inside his cloak a staff, a short staff. It looks like some sort of a gnarled, blackened wood with a white crystal in the end of it. Are you ready, Vance? Yeah. He pulls the crystal out of the end of the staff and sets it down in the center of the circle. And he commences with casting this ritual to resurrect Guy's body. You watch, and all of the telltale signs of a spell being done correctly are there. There's the lighting up of the different runes, everything, and uh, it sort of builds to a crescendo, this long incantation, but it almost seems like a performance, like he's done this before. You know what I mean? Not this specifically, but just spells like this. Atonia kind of sits back, and you can tell she has a judgmental look on her face as she's watching, but she also looks a little bit impressed. And then after a few moments... Vance, you're watching, you see this light engulf Guy's body. He, it's levitated off of the floor. Uh, There is a breeze blowing through, and it's almost like you can hear a voice on the wind from a great distance far off. And then his incantation comes to a peak. There's a crescendo in his words, and it builds up and builds up, and then there is a flash of bright light. And then Guy's body lowers back down to the floor. And the shade places the staff back in his cloak, and he says, that should do it. Whenever he gets lowered to the ground, I will go over to him and try to shake him awake. You go over to him, and nervous, you reach down and you put your hands on his shoulders, and you would expect him to feel warm. You shake him, and he doesn't respond. Shake him a little harder. Guy. There's no response. He's cold. What's happening? Tonya steps up. You look up at her, and you see her her, her brow is furrowed. She says, Zerluin, what exactly is going on here? Did you mess up the spell? Of course I didn't mess up the spell. Mess up the spell. No, these things are not a precise art. You know that, Atonia. She steps up. She puts a hand on, on your back. She says, here, step back for a moment, Vance. Let me see him. She kneels down and she places a hand on his forehead. And you see that sort of orangish autumnal glow that you've begun to associate with her. Her eyes are closed. And then she says, he... He isn't answering the call, Vance. What do you mean he's not answering the call? Look, the afterlife is a little bit wonky, if you ask me. I mean, 
If you want some better information, you should ask your old friend Paylor. He doesn't answer. But the, the fact of the matter is, we are, uh, it's unclear even to me what exactly happens with some after death. Some people, uh, you know, like my people, the gnomes and the halflings, I've got a, a nice little retirement set up for them. People outside of, of my domain, like Guy here, I, ca- I can't go to where he is, you understand? But that doesn't mean I, I should be able to reach him. I should be able to speak to him. I should be able to call him. I mean, I, I am a goddess. But this spell, the resurrection spell, it calls out like the voice of a god, calling them back home. If he's not here now, then he doesn't want to come back. So he can just refuse it? Well, yes. That's not how this is supposed to work. <sighs> Look, it... What am I supposed to do? You're supposed to move on. It seems like Guy is already moving on. She stands up and she turns around like she's going to walk away. He can't move on. There's got to be another way. Vance, sometimes you have to just let it go. Take this poor boy's body back to his mother. She raises her hand and she opens a portal. No, you need to keep it a little longer. She pauses for a second. She places a hand on her Vance, there's no point. Just do it. She looks back at you and uh, she kind of has a little bit of a frustrated look on her face. Look. I offered to help you, and I did help you. But don't think for a second that you can tell me what to do. You understand who I am, what I can do. What are you gonna do? Kill me? Not today. Look, you want you wanna you wanna drive yourself insane. You wanna drive your life into the ground. Fine. I'm a woman of my word. I said I'd keep this body until you resurrected him. Okay, fine. I'll keep him. Let his mother continue to mourn. Let his friends be wondering what happened to him. Just keep his whole family and everyone that ever knew him in limbo for your own peace of mind, Vance. She snaps her fingers and Guy's body disappears. And maybe along the way you'll learn to live with yourself. And then she turns and walks through the portal and she is gone. That was a bit uncomfortable. There's got to be another way. Another way, another way for what? This this boy doesn't want to come back, apparently. Well, I need to go convince him. Go convince him? It's like she said, Vance. There are many places that he could be. He could be in the afterlife created by Paylor on the astral plane. He could be in the hells. Was he a good man? There's no ways in the hells. No way, you say? No way. None. None. Look, Vance, if you want to go traipsing me off to another world in search of your friend's soul, who am I to stop you? What a story that would be. And the gods would hate it. So how am I going to get there? Ah, now that is a difficult question. You see, mortals aren't exactly meant to go to those places. At least, not without he says, running his finger across his throat. But there are ways, very difficult ways. 
Well, I didn't think it was going to be easy to begin with. I just didn't think it was going to be this hard. Ah, sometimes things are difficult. The best things in life are usually mm, the most difficult things. And like I said, who... I'm trying to think if there's ever been a hero or a man or woman in history that went in search of a soul like this. Well, no doubt there have been those that have searched for souls trying to resurrect them, just as you have. And to be honest, that was all a little too cliche for me. But this, this is interesting. Yes. You want to find Guy, and you want to convince this retainer to go home, to return to his body. Interesting. Interesting. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll help you. Really? Yes, and this one, you know what? No favors for this one. Okay. But you have to do exactly as I say. Otherwise, there's just no way it's going to work. As long as you can figure out a way to do this. I do believe... You see, I don't know how to get to the astral plane. And I don't know how to get to the hells. But I do know that if you want to get to the astral plane, one way to do it is to go through the hells. And while I don't have a path to get you to the realms below, there is someone who does know such a path. Someone who has been there. Who's that? He gives you another one of those mischievous grins, glint in his purple eye, and he says, Oh, I think that you're going to meet him very soon. few weeks, Vance, you are sent on a number of short quests, and soon a month, two months go by, and you and the Shade are working together, always getting closer and closer to some sort of mystery that he is seeking to solve. Apparently, this someone who is able to help you get into the Nine Hells is not so easy to find. But after some time and some searching together, working, I finally found a lead on, well, something. It's a little unclear. But you go on your own to a remote location far to the south, out into the sea, this resolute, isolated island uh, where the rock is all black and covered in barnacles and sharp rock. And you make your way down inside this cave, this cavern. And inside are monsters like nothing you have ever seen. Recalling much of your knowledge about those things in this world that are unnatural, you recognize many of them as undead, as fiendish creatures. You slay demons, and you slay creatures and monsters, and bloodied but 
unwilling to stop, driven by your ambition to bring God back, to reach the hells, to do whatever you have to do, you press through. And as a one-man army, bloodied but not broken, you fight your way through what seems like an endless army, one by one, of these things, things that have never seen sunlight. Finally, you come to a great open chamber. It is dark, like much of your journey has been, and there you face seemingly the last of these things, this great rotted monster, four-armed, covered in a blackened, caked fur. Its flesh is visible through tears in its skin. There are bones showing. A half of its face is a skull, and it lets out a roar as you launch into combat against this great four-armed, ape-like, undead creature, almost like a gigantic undead gorilla, strangely enough. And after a ferocious battle, your will driving you forward, boosted by the magics that the Shade has blessed you with before you came, you are able to overcome this great undead, filthy creature that seems to be held up by some malevolent force. And as it charges towards you, the last of its flesh holding together, with a great leaping swipe, you drive your blade down, rending it into two pieces, and it just splits and folds out, still at last. Drenched in the blood of, honestly, dozens of enemies that you have fought your way through. You are cut, you are beaten, you are bloodied. You are barely standing. You walk across the room, stepping over the two separated halves of this beast that you've slain, and you approach a giant mound of bones. Unfortunately, they're not all like old dusty bones. There's like some decaying remains in here, but this is a mountain of corpses. You see what look like animal bones, Human bones, humanoid bones, elf bones, just anything. And you take uh, one step and you begin to climb up this mountain of corpses. It's, man, it smells awful. It's, it's offensive to your senses. But you're climbing it and you know that the prize that you've sought, the thing that you're here for, awaits at the top. And you climb this mountain of bones and pieces, corpses. And at the top, there is jutting up out of the top of this mound a very large skeletal arm looks like probably belonged to a giant and it is grasping in its hand a handle a hilt you might say clasped in the fist of this giant skeletal arm is another bone but this one it it immediately looks eerie it's black black as coal It almost looks like it was carved from the femur of some fell creature. And uh, toward the top, in the shape of almost a hilt, is the end of this bone. And around where the fist is clasped, there is sewn on some sort of a dark, blackened, leathery skin. And you immediately know this is what you came here for. Doesn't look like a sword. But, um... I'll go grab it. You step up. 
and you try to take it from the uh, the hand of the, the giant skeleton arm. You grab both ends of this bone sticking through its fingers, and you pull. When you do, the fingers of this giant's arm just break free, and you easily pull it loose. You almost expected something to jump out and attack. I mean, you've been through <laughs> so much. Hold on to it. Yeah. The mound of bones and stuff doesn't crumble beneath you. After a moment, you sigh a little bit of relief, and you're holding this thing in your hand. You, know, you kind of look it over, and you take it, and it, it, now that you're looking at it, it, it almost does look like a sword hilt, sort of in an odd sort of way. And you hold it in the palm of your hand like you would a sword. The moment that you do, you feel this sharp, acute pain like a nail was just driven through your temple. And everything goes black. And you are no longer here. It's like you're on another plane, honestly. You, you're standing in total blackness. If it weren't for the fact that you can feel the ground beneath your feet, you would think you were floating in space. And out from the darkness around you, you hear a very disconcerting sound. It is a strange and creepy laughter. Hello. Hello. Who is who's there? What is this? Mm. It's been so long. You, you found me? Really? You, you, you don't look like much to me. Do you want to find out? Oh, yes, yes, I do. I do want to find a human. Ugh. A human found me. How long has it been, human? How long have I been here? How am I supposed to How long have I been here? And you feel that pain just like driving into your temple. Uh, who are you? What? Who are you? Don't you know? No. You came searching for me, right? I came searching for a sword. Ah, and you found the greatest sword. The most terrible weapon ever crafted me <laughs> so you're a sword oh more than that more than that what's your name human my name is sir vance off the wall oh a knight knight and what does a knight sir vance what's a knight want with the hellburner well, I'm on a quest to the hills. Uh, through the hills. Through the hills, you say. Ah, uh, finally. You want to go to the hills? Want to go there? I want to go there too. I've been there before. Yeah. Yes, I have been there, and I have dreamt of returning since I left. Are you saying, don't toy with me, boy, don't play with my feelings, you won't like it, 
Are you saying that you want to take me back? Yes, I'm going to the hills, and I've been informed that I would need a weapon. Oh yes, a weapon. I could be that weapon. Together, if you would like. We might form a bond. And together we might bring the hells to their knees. Well, I mean, that's not my purpose there. I don't care. It is just a bunch of devils down there, so... Kill them all. I don't know that I'll be there long enough to kill all of them. Oh, it won't take long. Just kill the biggest ones first and the rest will fall like dominoes. I tried to liberate them. There's no liberation. So instead, we'll destroy them. But if we're going to do that, Vance... And you feel suddenly like you're being constricted by this darkness all around you. And this voice, it seems to be coming from everywhere at once. We're going to need to get much closer. <laughs> Why don't we make a pact? You and me. You help me destroy the kings of hell. I'll get you down there. I'll help you with whatever you need. Whatever you're trying to do. I'll make it happen. I'll give you... Oh, goodness, Vance. I can give you so much power. Well, I'm probably going to need that power. Oh, yes you are. What do you say? Do we have a deal? If we kill these kings, what does that mean for the order of things? Do I become the king? Oh, yes. We will be like kings, you and I. Hmm. What do you say? Do we have a deal? I don't know how much time I would have to rule the hills. Oh, don't get caught up in semantics, Vance. Once we're there, we'll figure something out. That's true. I'll help you get there. I'll help you do whatever it is you're trying to do. And you'll help me kill a king or two. Or nine. We could do that. Shake on it. They're just devils. Yes. They're just devils. You feel the shape of a hand clasp your right hand. Shake on it. Yeah, I shake. You shake, and when you do, you are jerked forward. And your eyes open and you're back in this uh, room and you are tumbling down this mountain of bones and you feel as this uh, sword, this bone, this hilt is burned into your hands and you look down and you see this black goopy tendrils just licking up your arm. They crawl all the way up your arm like little legs and fingers and hands all the way up to your face and they cover your right eye and you feel like your face is splitting open. After a moment, there is a searing and sizzling sensation, and then you hear that laughter. (laughs) And then it's done. Yes, Vance. 
we're going to have so much fun. <laughs> so Vance, having completed the trial set forth to you by this very, very mysterious, seemingly sentient and deadly weapon, the Hellburner Blade. You have made your way back across the lands of Monumi, where you've traveled, to the location of this hidden temple, this standing monolith, where you met the Shade. He is supposed to be there waiting on you, so you travel through the jungles. You've made this trip some over the last year, uh, in and out, so you know how to get back there. But it's always a little bit strange. It's like the moment that you approach that placid lake, uh, the air is just different here. You know what I mean? It has a sort of uh, staleness to it. But you cross, you make your way up the long black staircase leading up and inside of this ziggurat. Inside, you make your way down into the halls inside this temple, and you make your way to a sort of common area where you and the Shade have talked at length, spent many evenings discussing things, and really he's told you a lot of stuff, taught you about a lot of things. And as you approach, you can hear his voice uh, along with the voice of someone that you do not know. And as you step into this den where there is a fire burning, you see the shade standing there along with this other figure, this uh, sort of, uh, not chubby, you know, but uh, husky. Let's uh, Would you say husky, Alan? He's not a dog. I would say grotesquely obese. Oh, okay. yeah. grotesquely obese. All right, this grotesquely obese. No, I would say uh, uh, portly. Portly, elven figure, old with white hair and a ring around his head. What's your expression? Sour. A sour expression. As you step into the room, the shade turns on a hill with his flowing black and purple robes. Ah, Vance, you have returned, I can see. And in one piece? I am in one piece. But not without your scars, I see. And he indicates the scar that is now scratched down over your eyelid and onto your cheek. Does this mean that you found it? I did. The Hellburner Blade. May I see it? Hmm. Here it is. You draw the sword? Yes. It forms out and you hear that <laughs> in your head that you've been hearing a lot lately. And on the long journey from where you retrieved the sword to here, there have been a lot of slightly disturbing conversations going on inside your own head, Vance. Do you reach it out to him? Or do you just kind of show it to him? No, I just show it to him. My goodness, this is an impressive blade. I hope it wasn't too much trouble for you to retrieve it. Eh, it was almost too much trouble. Well, trust me, Vance, when you get where you're going, you'll be glad that you have it. Speaking of that uh, fortuitous task, we have a visitor. He turns and he motions toward the elven figure standing there. I would like to introduce you to Chargenzis Kintel, an acquaintance of mine. Greetings. Nice to meet you. Likewise. 
Jargins, this, this is, of course, Sir Vance off to all the, the same, the one I have uh, spoken with you about, of course. Ah, uh, the, the paladin. Mm, I'm a knight. The knight. Yes, yes, a paladin no more, at least not in the traditional sense. The two of you have much in common in that regard, in, uh, well, or lack of regard, I should say, <laughs> for the gods. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wubba lubba dub dub. Uh, we, we kid, we kid. But, um, Vance, Char Ginsis, or as he likes, he prefers to be called Char, he is the one who is going to help you uh, make your way into the, uh, the lower plains. Yep. That's my specialty. Well, it is now, I guess. Char is very, very capable. He is uh, one of the most accomplished ritualists that I have seen. Ah, so it's going to take a ritual. Yes, yes, as, as all things of this nature typically do. There are actually a couple of rituals that he'll have to perform. But don't you worry, he'll take care of all that. Isn't that right, Char? And he places a uh, long-fingered hand on your shoulder. That's right. I didn't spend six years in auditing ritual classes in Haven for nothing. Yes, we all learn in our own ways, but Char here has, I've actually been showing him the scrolls for the ritual that will open a gate into the hills. Yeah, I've never been there myself. Exciting things. Vance, you seem a bit... Are you alright? I'm fine. What do you mean, am I alright? You look a bit... Have you been eating? I don't I don't know. It's it's only been a few days, really. I guess. Well, a couple of weeks, I suppose, since you departed in search of the blade, but... Have you lost weight? You look a bit sallow. Maybe. I've lost some weight. I don't know. Tough battles? Oh, of course, of course. Forget I said anything. Just <laughs> Forget it. Um, in, anyhow, the two of you, I suppose, will be working together for a while. Uh, I'm afraid that this ritual is not as simple as the, the snap of my two fingers. You're going to need some rare components, I guess you could say. Isn't that right, Char? Rare is one way of putting it. Darn near impossible to find a better way. Well, as I said, don't worry. I'll take care of the finding. Um... Right, right. You see, Vance, in order to open a gate into the hells through this particular ritual, you need royal hellish blood. Of course, I'm speaking of tieflings. You know tieflings, right? Of course. Well, you need at least one, and I suppose you are going to want to return from the hells when you're finished. Well, yes. So then you'll need two. And no simple two will do. You're going to need powerful blood. Blood that is tied to the hells on a very deep level. More than just something or someone that was born there. You're going to need royal tiefling blood. As you can imagine, that's difficult to come by. I only know of one royal tiefling and, well, I have a feeling he's not going to be interested in sharing his blood for such a ritual. And while I'm sure the three of us could well, I'm not sure. The three of us could potentially take it by force. I don't. I don't know that. No, he, he's he's not really an option. Uh, but I have heard rumors of another 
who has been uh, wandering the streets of Brightport. So I'm going to look into it for you because I'd like a little road trip, you know. In the meantime, the two of you can get to know one another and uh, perhaps gather some of the other necessary resources for this ritual. It's fine with me. What are the, What else we need? Remind me. I gave you the list, Charles. Just look at the list. Just take the list. <laughs> I see it. I can't read your handwriting. Read it to me. Okay, I'll read it to you. That's fine. But uh, not right now. I- I'll write it again if I need to. That's fine. But there are a number of things. The two of you can find them. Some of it can be purchased. That would be the easiest way. But some of it you'll have to go and find yourselves. Uh, but you can do that, I'm sure. It's going to take some time for me to finish my part. So tomorrow we will say our goodbyes. I will leave in the morning. Of course, Char, I will speak with you tonight. We'll, I'll give you everything you need to know about the ritual, and the two of you can travel together, gather what you need, and um, once I have the information, or the tieflings, I will meet you at your home in the Thunder Canal. Villa. Your villa. In the villa, the, yes. Five Point Island. That's right. That place. Yes, I will meet the two of you there. Let's say in a fortnight. How's that? If you can't make that appointment, please just notify me by sending, Char. Sure. Actually, I don't have that spell prepared. Oh, goodness, I'll, I'll I'll prepare you some some scrolls. Is that acceptable, Vance? Can I speak with you for just a just a moment, Vance? He kind of pulls you off to the side. Yes. Vance, I, I don't know a whole great deal about the Hellburner Blade, but what I have heard. Has it, um, has it, has anything spoken to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. Well, I recommend caution. And he kind of gives the hilt a glance. These sort of things can be, well, quite powerful if you get my drift. It's very powerful. Just guard your mind. Alright. We wouldn't want you going on a murdering spree or something under the influence of some nefarious being, you know. I'll try to guard my mind. Alright. Good. Good, 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 good. Good. Alright. Uh, th- that, that is, um, yes. Char, if you'd like, I'll, I'll come with you uh, to our stores and see what we do have for your ritual, and I'll read the list off for you, if that will suffice. Sure thing. Alright, Vance, we'll, we'll see you at dinner, yes? Um, I suppose so. So the shade uh, turns and steps out the door, going down the hallway. Uh, Char, do you follow? I follow. As they leave, you hear a voice in your mind, Vance, and it says, See, I told you he can't be trusted. What do you mean he can't be trusted? He's asking too many questions, Vance. We're going to do great things together, remember? Yeah. He'll serve his purpose, but... Guard your minds. What a fool. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yes, of course I am. You know I'm right. 
Char, you and the shade continue down the hallway. You reach the storeroom, and he closes the door behind him. Listen, Char, as we were speaking before about this particular ritual, Vance is... Well, he's been through a lot, but... I'm afraid that, uh, in spite of his great desire to save his friend, to bring this guy clock back from the grave, were he to know the true cost of performing such a ritual, he might become squeamish. Right. Of course, I know that that's not the sort of thing that would bother you, right? Of course not. So, sacrifice is needed. I'll try to choose someone for the sacrifice that really has it coming, if that makes sense. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of people like that. Plenty of tieflings, however many they are. Yes, well, there aren't plenty of royal tieflings, but in my experience, royalty often deserves what is coming to them. Is this a lazy boy? Ah, uh, yes, only the best. <laughs> it even has like the little, the little electric reclining function in the, yes. the massage feature. <laughs> you need to like rest your glutes, you know. My glutes are pretty tired. <laughs> what are the? What else we need? Remind me. I gave you the list, Char. Just look at the list. Just take the list. <laughs> I see it. I can't read your handwriting. Read it to me. Okay, I'll read it to you. That's fine. But uh, not right now. I- I'll write it again if I need to. That's fine. But uh, Vance, he's the two of you. I really need to hear these out loud. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll read it to you, but not right now. Okay. I, I really need it now. <laughs> I don't know it, Char. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know them. Not on the podcast. Uh, I love messing with DMs. <laughs> not now, not live. I don't have it written. It's, it's me. You need veal. No more than a week old. And you know how hard it is to come by good veal. Um, oh, I know I know a place. Brazilian Steakhouse, downtown Bright Haven. Really? Brazilian? <laughs> yeah. And lots of spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. 